Welcome to the Ruth Speaks podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the seeking believer who understands that the pursuit of God is not about perfection, but rather about strengthening our faith and commitment to the Father. Hallelujah, 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 and hallelujah again. Hello, I am your host, Keisha Robertson, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's episode. So without further ado, I'm just going to jump right in if that's okay with you. I always, you know, for whatever reason, as I'm sitting here and getting ready to start talking about where we kind of left off last week on just the general topic of surrender, I'm having this vision rather of Popeye. Now, I know you're probably thinking, what in the world are you thinking about Popeye? For those of you who don't know who Popeye is, Popeye was a cartoon character that when I was a little girl, I used to love watching Popeye shows, right? Popeye was a sailor and Popeye loved olive oil, his female love interest, if you can call it that for a children's cartoon, right? And there was this antagonist in the cartoon, his name was Brutus. And Brutus was always challenging Popeye, always coming at Popeye, for lack of a better word choice, and always almost kind of fighting with him over olive oil. He just kind of created a lot of issues for Popeye. So most times the cartoon would start with Popeye minding his own business, going about his own way, right? Usually trying to do something with olive oil for her or kind of in her presence, trying to impress her. And, you know, here comes Brutus interstage left or right or whatever. And Brutus comes in and he's always, you know, creating issue. And it usually would happen in a cartoon where Brutus would start to beat up on Popeye. And I mean, he would just rail on him, like just beat him up, beat him down. And Popeye would have that, defeated look, that look of surrender, right? Just to remind you, I kind of talked about in the last podcast in terms of the whole idea of just when you think about surrender, how typically people tend to associate surrender with being defeated. Give me a second. I promise I'm going to tie it all up for you. Just bear with me. So Popeye is in that space where I am just done. So usually... He'll try to fight Brutus back, right? He won't win. Brutus beats him down to a pulp and Popeye just gives up. He just surrenders. And then once Brutus looks like I've won, he's walking away to do whatever he's going to do. Usually it involves olive oil in some capacity. Popeye remembers that he needs his spinach. He just recalls that spinach is his saving grace, right? And so in that moment of I've given up, I'm defeated, that surrender, he remembers, I need my spinach. And if I can get my spinach, my spinach will give me what I need to defeat Brutus. So the cartoon then would typically show Popeye getting a can of spinach, opening it up, eating it, and getting this superhuman strength that he then uses to beat down and beat up Brutus. And I mean, he just beats him down, right? And he ends up winning. He ends up winning whatever's going on between him and Brutus. He ends up winning over the interest of olive oil. So I am bringing up Popeye and remembering Popeye's strength because he would always show his muscles. He would flex his muscles after he had a can of spinaches because they would usually grow like five or six inches in like two seconds. I always remember as a child, like him flexing his muscles after he had his can of spinach. So as I was just sitting here, getting ready to enter into the whole conversation about surrender, 
the Lord brought back to my remembrance the cartoon character Popeye in this can of spinach. And from that, I am drawing the analogy that in that moment of surrender, so Popeye is going up against something that clearly it looks like he can't win with, right? He's trying to do it by his own might. He hasn't gotten to that place where he is willing to just surrender and give it over. When he realizes, I'm not going to win this way, I mentioned that defeatist looking defeated moment where he's just beat down. He remembers he has this can of spinach. Now, by analogy, what I like to draw into you all's attention is the whole idea, take Popeye and compare them to the believer who is trying to do something by their own might and will. Whatever they're up against, they are determined they're going to do it by their own might and will, not realizing that the whole time they have this can of spinach in their pocket that's readily available to them if they would just give over to it and open themselves up to receive it. Now, clearly, God is not a can of spinach, but I think you get the analogy that I'm drawing here. A lot of times, believers will walk around pushing and trying to force their own will up against things that they, quite frankly, are not equipped to take on without the support and help of God to help them maneuver through it. God is, by analogy, that can of spinach that Popeye needed in order to defeat Brutus. God is that can of spinach, that extra boost, that help that the believer needs in order to confront and overcome whatever it is that they continually push up against to no avail by their own will. And so in that moment of surrender, remember, Popeye remembers, I have this can of spinach. In that moment of surrender, when the believer gets to the point where they can acknowledge it's not going to happen by the way that I'm trying to do it, and they submit to God, they submit to, like Popeye did, that can of spinach who then comes in and equips them in the way that he deems necessary for them to overcome and move forward in and win against whatever they've been pushing up against that they weren't able to move by their own might. Hence, the undergirding of just the whole concept of surrender, never by our will, but always with the will, help, and support of God. And in that moment of surrender, just like Popeye, if we were able to remember that God is our can of spinach. He is that source that we need to help us maneuver and overcome whatever we're confronted with that is presenting all these difficulties and obstacles. If we would remember that, then the battle would have already been won. And so not only is the idea that surrender to the will of God is necessary, the idea that we need to remember as believers is that not only is surrender necessary, what lies on the other side of the surrender, the breaking and the release that we need is required in order for God to step in and do whatever it is that he's wanting to do that we may have been resisting because we are still trying to manage it in our own way. And so on that note, I just want to reiterate the same scripture that I used in last week's podcast. And that is, again, Isaiah 55, verses 8 through 9. And it reads as follows. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. Amen. I think what's most important to me to drive in 
for those who are listening to today's episode is the whole idea that in order to experience that release, right, we have to be willing to first give over our will and surrender. Understanding and acknowledging that in the surrender, there is a breaking and a release associated with that. I need everyone who's listening to always remember that whenever something stops, something else is always going to start on the other side of that. Let me say it a different way. You cannot have a new beginning until you have an ending. And so if you keep that thought in mind, until you make the conscious choice and decision that you are going to let go of whatever it is that you might be battling wills with and against in this moment and make the conscious decision to stop that, to bring it to an end, to surrender your will over to the will of God so that he can step in and empower you to be successful, to overcome, to maneuver, and to get on the other side of whatever it is that you're confronting, you cannot have that new beginning until you have the ending. In order for that release to take place, your desire to control the situation has to end. God will never force himself upon you. And likewise, he can't tell you what to do if you are still insistent that you are going to do it your way. He can't step in to empower you just like Popeye was empowered by the spinach until you make the decision and choice to submit to how he chooses to equip you to maneuver you through that situation. Let me put it another way. Surrender will only look like surrender. It will only look like a negative thing if we as believers choose to view it as such. If we change the way we think about surrender, If we understand that as believers, it is essential to helping us to not only stay connected to God, but also to make sure that we stay in his will. If we can understand that as believers, any negative connotation associated with the idea of surrender should go away because we acknowledge and we see that God is essential to us experiencing release. He is essential to us experiencing favor, and he is essential to us experiencing a heightened level of empowerment to get through whatever it is that we may be encountering. It will never be by your own might, but only by the will and support of our Father who art in heaven. And so if you keep that thought in mind, even when what you are pushing up against, even when you're determined that it has to look a certain way and the outcome has to be a certain way, We are willing to remember that, that God is omniscient, that he is all-knowing, that he is all-supreme, that he is the creator of the heavens and the earth and all that dwelleth therein. If we truly can take those words and not just read them, but digest them, then the notion of surrender to someone that's powerful as the father should not even come with a second thought. It shouldn't even be the idea that you have the ability to do more than he can. And if nothing else, you should be thankful that God is the spinach that we need, that we have access to, and that we have access to whenever we need it to help us maneuver through a difficult circumstance or situation that we may be encountering. Believers, change the way you think about the idea of surrender. Believers, change the way you think about the idea of submission. 
A lot of times, unfortunately, the more successful we are in life, the more God has favored us and graced us to do the things that we wanted to do, we unfortunately can begin to take on the notion or idea that we are in fact responsible for those successes, not understanding that every good thing we have Every shred of favor that has ever been displayed towards us, every shred of grace and mercy that has ever been extended has come from him. If we can understand that and remember that, the arrogance that may sometimes develop from successes will be immediately supplanted with the level of submission that is due God. And I think that for those of us who are more successful or feel that we are more successful, the idea of submission when we think that we are responsible for everything that is successful in our lives, it's a hard pill to swallow. But I also think if we truly acknowledge him as being the one, if we can reshape and refashion and constantly remind ourselves that even if we toil by our hands, the ability to toil successfully is because of his help, his support, and his empowerment, we will be reminded constantly that all favor all honor, all glory, all the things that we have are due him. He is due the praise and the honor. And so keeping that thought in mind, I just want to reemphasize the idea that no one is perfect, right? I always say that in my podcast episodes. And the goal is always never to feel as though I'm trying to beat someone over the head. What I want to do is reinforce the idea that as we're seeking after God, seek after him earnestly, understanding that we are not perfect, we're going to make mistakes. I want to provide a level of resource and equipment that offers some tools to help us get back on track. Even the best of us get off track sometimes. Even the best of us have moments where we doubt, where we challenge, where we struggle, where we push against the will of God, where we don't want to submit because we don't like the way that it looks, where we feel like if we submit, it's going to take us in a direction that we don't want to go in. I get all of that. And so please understand, I'm not sitting on a high horse here. I understand that the pursuit of God is a constant, continual, daily effort. But I also understand that if we really try our best to commit to it, if we try to remember things to help us along the way when we're having a struggle moment, it will help us to either stay on track or if we've gotten off of track to get back on track. But no matter how we look at it, what remains key and essential to either staying on track or getting back on track is our ability to surrender. And again, in partnership with surrendering, to remember that part of being a believer requires that we stay and maintain a level of submission to God. As I close, I'd like to leave you with this tidbit to chew on. The ability to surrender to the will of God is what helps us to facilitate the ability to abide in him. And to abide in him assures connectivity to him. And assured connectivity to him assures that the derailments that I mentioned before will be a little less, will be more minimal, because the connection remains strong, it remains intact, and the distractions that might otherwise enter in to take us off course to disrupt connectivity are also minimized. So I encourage you believers 
Stay in that state of submission. Seek to stay in that state of submission. Seek to ensure that surrender is a part of your everyday walk. Seek to see that you are working towards that. That's it for this episode. God bless you. Keep believing, keep hoping, and most importantly, keep seeking. Thank you for listening to the Ruth Speaks podcast. Join us weekly as we continue to seek after God. If you'd like to fellowship more, please visit our website at www.ruthspeaks.org. Remember, to reverence God is to rest in Him. This program was produced by At The Helm Productions.